Hello, and welcome to Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. My name is Burn Slinghorse. And I'm Trevor Scott. <laughs> and this week, uh, we thought we might talk a little bit about music. Now, Trevor. Yes. What? Well, let's, well, let's start with ourselves. Let's start with ourselves instead of our kids. Um, did you, when you were a kid, did you take music lessons? Yes, I did. Um, I started learning the piano. And as, as as many many children do, I think I learnt recorder at one stage. And <laughs> yeah, is that so? Is that is that just an Australian thing, or do all kids in like primary school learn recorder? Like, is that just the default? Is it just because they're cheap and you can hand them out to a, like thirty kids in a classroom? I, and I think not it is. Break them? I think it is pretty much known throughout the world. I know that there was a South Park episode where you had all the kids learning learning, um, you know the recorder and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And um, Cartman decided that he wanted to try and play the brown note. And <laughs> <laughs> If I was a teacher, if I was a teacher, I would be pushing for, for almost any other instrument because a badly played recorder is, is like a horrible sound. It's almost as bad is as there a violin. A, is there a well-played recorder somewhere in the world? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. One of my parents' friends used to be pretty good on the recorder. She had like a, a bunch of really nice ones. Um, and I mean, I think that's part of it. Like a, a nicer, you know, a wooden um, instrument, a wooden recorder. Compared to the plastic better. ones that we yeah, were the all little given for like $12. Shrill, yeah, playing bloody... Uh, Three blind Hot cross nice. buns. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Same tune, two different songs. <laughs> <laughs> One a penny, two a penny, three blind mice. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, there's so many. There's so many songs that ha- just have the same, the same tune. Like, yeah. Especially, you know, the songs that we sort of sing to our kids. You know, you got Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah, and which is the same as your ABCs. ABCs and the same. <laughs> well, and clo- so it's funny. I think um, so. Baba Black Sheep. No, which not you're not allowed to white. sing anymore. What? Oh yeah, just look into it. It's Baba Rainbow Sheep now, and that really what? doesn't make sense. Yeah, this is what this is politically correct world. Okay, look, I, now I'm usually not one to say like, ooh, like politically correct correctness, blah blah blah, but the black in Baba Black Sheep has nothing to do with like human skin color. I know some sheep are have black wool, like yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. That's that's one. There's of a Wikipedia article all about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to know. Anyway, but blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah blah black sheep is not quite the same as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I'm pretty sure Erica sings it almost the same. But blah blah black sheep, have you any? No, see, it's different. I feel like I feel like sometimes. Anyway, I feel like some people sing that the same. Yeah, I think I think you can. Yes, uh, yes, well, the music's the same. It's just the you know the um the yeah, okay. um melody you know that you sing is slightly different. Like the rhythm's a bit, di- a bit yeah. different. Well, and the last line, right? Uh, like one for the mouth, one for the, and one for the little boy who like, lives down the lane. Who lives <laughs> down? Who lives down the lane? Yeah, anyway, I think it's slightly different. I sing it differently. Anyway, half the time I just like change it up anyway and just do different 
different tunes and try to harmonize well like or you know harmonize off what i would usually be singing mm-hmm. or if i'm singing along with taz like try to harmonize off him but just for the you, fun of it you, just can, to you can really things. tell when there's someone who's been vocally trained can't you and they're like oh i'm gonna harmonize with this person instead of singing the exact same <laughs> 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 i don't know i never really i was never actually very good at harmonies i did a few class like because you sh- most of the singing um training i did was solo mm-hmm. i did take a few classes uh and i think i've mentioned the the improv singing class that i did once and a couple of other classes that were with other people where we did we did practice harmonies and things but uh yeah I'm, I'm actually not that good at it but it is fun when you hit a nice harmony like when you hit a harmony bang on like that is a really good feeling yeah i mean whenever i think of harmonies i just think of um bands like queen or the oh, beatles yeah. or something like that where there's so many harmonies that yeah or even just, just sound awesome or in the fucking, background um, barbershop quartet right like that's oh yeah it's awesome very much so. Yeah. So, recorder. Um, it's it's an odd... Again, it's an odd choice. Like, uh, kids, kids' little fingers are never... Like, I remember having trouble covering the holes, effectively. Then then you've got that weird one that has the two holes, you know, on, oh, the, one, yeah. on, the, one, on the one finger position. So like, seven-year-old's like, fingers aren't good enough and they're not quite, uh, you know, um, uh, de- dexterous enough to, to really... To really cover those holes properly, I feel like there must be a better instrument for kids. Like we let's again, let's come up with a better <laughs> instrument for playing, like to hand out to kids in primary school. That's easier to play, sounds better with little skill. The triangle. Yeah, well, I remember the triangle. That's that always came out in like the percussion. Do you remember getting all like the big box of percussion instruments would come out and. Oh yeah, someone to get the maracas. Get the wood and, the... and that cool, um, that fish-looking thing that was like a washboard, like had the grooves that you'd run the stick up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always fun. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll just go back to the theremin. A theremin on every desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I lose you? Shit. Where did you go, Trevor? Yes, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. Sorry. I left because it was, it was my internet cut out. And... Yes, I gathered. <laughs> I don't know why I can still hear you when that happens, though. Um, Yeah, that's weird. You could hear me saying, where did you go, Trevor? Hello, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> where did you go, Trevor? <laughs> okay, so where... Brief was... <laughs> interruption. <laughs> So let's just go on another tangent about fucking Wi-Fi routers. No, that's okay. <laughs> I never work properly. Always have problems with them. Um. Anyway, we we jumped down a few tangent holes, but let's let's get back to music. Mm-hmm. Um. So you you did recorder in school. You took piano lessons. Anything else? How did you go with piano lessons? How long did you do that for? This is going back a long damn time. I was still in primary school at the time. Hadn't mm-hmm. got hadn't got to the high school yet, so it would have been about maybe a year and a half. Was it your choice to do piano lessons? Um, I think mum and dad just wanted to to get me into some sort of music, into an instrument. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a piano at home to practice on? Yeah, we had a, a Casio keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like that's often the thing, and I feel like that's a bit of a 
like I don't I don't really know why piano is so popular for um, kids to learn because pianos are fucking expensive to get a half decent one like mm-hmm. so yeah the only thing that a kid can generally practice on is some cheaper Casio keyboard or something I mean there are decent Casio keyboards and in fact I have a Casio electric piano which is quite a good one um, but yeah I'm talking about the sort of you know fifty to a hundred dollar you know half half of one third of an actual piano length. Yep. Like, was is that what you had, or was it a full-size one? Um, I think we actually did get a full-size, but it was still okay. pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah, like, that's fine to practice on, but it's never going to sound as good. And if they actually start getting good and need to have a bit of finesse on the keys, like, often those things don't have, you know, touch sensitivity and stuff. It's either, it's a digital sort of on or off. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, does... hang on, this is now playing this whole chord and it continually plays. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, um, oh crap, I turned on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You never do that accidentally. You always want the drums on. That shit's awesome. That's what those keyboards are for. Yeah, but then, you know, you're trying to do chords with with like your left hand. It's like... Shit. Yeah, because I learned piano too. We actually, we did have a decent piano. Mum and dad bought an electric piano. I think I think I might have already started piano lessons by that point. And so it wasn't specifically for me, it was to have in the house, but it certainly helped. Um, but uh, I never got very good at it. I don't know. It wasn't something I practiced, <laughs> um, which probably didn't help. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a shame. It's a shame. I see people who are good at piano and I just go, man, that'd be awesome. Like, I mean, any any instrument, really. Of course, and it, and it does just take practice and stuff, but just yeah. never clicked, never clicked, never clicked. Did you learn anything else? Yeah, so, I mean, I obviously did recorder as well. It's kind of <laughs> worth mentioning. Um, I took clarinet lessons for a while. Mm. I'm not sure where that came from. I think, again, it was just my parents thought I should get into an instrument and probably just gave me a few options and that's what I chose. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. And again, I didn't really ever get that good at it. I remember it hurting my mouth. I think that was my excuse for Not quitting. Not wanting to do it. For yep. quitting, yeah. No, it hurts my mouth. Um, but like so many of those sort of extracurricular activities when I was a kid, that was more of an excuse for me just not wanting to go outside. Um, just because I was like... <laughs> like, because, you know, socially anxious, introvert. I just, I didn't want to... I didn't want to go out in the evening to go to a piano lesson. It was always a hassle. And, you know, then I had to talk to the piano teacher and, you know, I wasn't good at interacting with adults. Yeah, it always felt like a hardship. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a shame because I wish I'd kept at it. I wish I'd loved it. I wish I'd practiced it and loved it. And I I really hope that I can instill something like that in my kids. But I probably won't be able to because I'm still not like that now. Mm. Like, I'd love to learn the drums. I've got the drums set up there. I haven't played in like three weeks. And I mean, part of that is just not having time, but... Having, having the three kids sort of makes that a little bit hard. Yeah, it does. It does make it difficult and I'd love to learn it, but, you know, it's it's hard to stay disciplined on that sort of stuff. And I don't know how I'm going to teach our kids that. I hope I can. Just start a band. It'll be fine. That's one of the... I was thinking the other day, like, I think one of the best pieces of advice I'll be able to give my kids is like, join a band in high school. Like just join a band because whether and whether it's, I mean, even if it's, you know, 
orchestra or whatever or choir or but preferably some sort of garage band where you're just fucking around with your friends but actually trying mm-hmm. to, but actually but actually trying to do stuff and get better and write songs and things like i re- i think that was i think that's just a very valuable experience yeah i mean some some of the best times is as a younger younger man and yeah. also at the moment of, of well, being yeah. involved in the band or just the first time that you hear a song that you've written and you oh know, yeah when it all it. comes when it all comes together like absolutely yeah and then I, it just gets better when you when you play longer and bigger songs and and you know if you play in front of a in front of a group of people and they actually respond well to it yeah oh it's it's a buzz like i mean i've only really done it once or twice um once with Kura Dust, as we talked about and and at least once with one of the previous cover bands I was in, mm-hmm. um, I remember getting fairly drunk and singing like <laughs> three songs. I think one was a Tool song. One was, um, oh, what's that fucking bad? Godsmack. <laughs> get back, get back on track, get off of my back. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was that song, but that's the one I always remember. Um, yeah, I don't know one other song, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just projecting my own, uh, you know, how much fun I had and, and making it bigger than it is, but I feel like that is just a really valuable experience and it's a good bonding experience with your friends and, and it's not just hanging out. You're actually producing something, you're doing something. I mean, I guess it's yeah. anything, I guess it's anything where you're being creative with your friends, you know, if they're making a movie together like that too, I'd love for them to do that. Or if they're, um, making a video game together anything where they're sort of trying to pull together and, and do something creative who knows making a podcast together that may that yeah, may be absolutely no absolutely that may be something that they want to get involved in well at least that's something they'll see their dad doing consistently this thing's like this podcast is like the only thing i've done consistently for this long in my entire life yeah episode 16 and we haven't actually missed a week yet <laughs> yeah i'm impressed with us <laughs> um on that note, next week I need to move. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I do need to Music move next week. Music Well, that's yes. fine. Our audience won't know that we've moved it because we have a buffer. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. We'll, we'll do it on a slightly different day. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what are you talking about? You're on, you're on holidays. I'm on holidays. I'm on day four of 23. <laughs> <laughs> and are you bored shitless yet? Hell no. <laughs> um, I do have I do have two sick people in the house. Uh, I'm worried. I really hope that I don't get sick for this boys' weekend in yeah. a week and a half. Like, my mum's really sick. She's had an ear infection, and my dad today was obviously coming down with something, whether it's the same thing or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that either I get it right now, and I'm, I've burned through it by <laughs> in the next ten days, or. Yep. Uh, that I don't get it at all, but we shall see. Yeah, all I know is um, James has got an ear infection. Yeah, well, Taz, I was a bit worried about Taz after dinner, just before we put him to bed. He started, he pointed his throat and he said, Daddy, what's there? I'm like, I don't see anything. I'm like, does it hurt? He's like, yeah, it hurts. It's like, oh, Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) Except then he, I'm not not convinced. I feel like he said it just because I said it because later he was pointing to his cheek. I'm like... And there was a bit of a little bit of a red mark on his cheek, so I thought, mm, maybe he just like 
ran into something. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. He was really funny. He was helping us bring these big um, plywood boards in from the from the trailer. Mm-hmm. He was having a ball running out. You know, Dad and I would grab one in each, and he'd just put his hand on it in the middle and and bring it in with us. We three are helping, he says. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. So, one thing I was thinking about about music when we were kids, mm-hmm. like back in the days before MP3s, the only way to get music was, well, this is before the internet, so so really it was, you know, taping it onto tapes and. And yeah. those sort of things. Either buying cassette tapes, which didn't happen very often. I don't think I ever bought an actual cassette tape. You just used the ones that were lying around that just kept on appearing. I think your parents might have gone out and bought them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking about blank ones. I'm talking about like actual music artists buying their cassette tapes, right? Oh hell no. You just bought you just bought the blank ones and recorded off the radio. That's what Well yeah, that that was the major thing that we did. And yeah, like we, we had a, a lot of blank cassette tapes uh uh lying around. So did you ever do the thing where you'd pretend to be a radio DJ and like record it on the tape? Or was that just me and my sister? Um you guys were obviously a little bit more affluent because you had a microphone. I didn't have a well, microphone. Well, no, it was one of. The, it wasn't a. It must have just no. It was like it was one of those tape decks where you had a record button and I guess it had a microphone built into it, but it wasn't like a full-on microphone. Microphone. Uh well, then we were a little bit more affluent and, and we had a hi-fi system with a, with the built-in cassette deck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just talking about the little handheld things, but you. Yeah, they had a record function, and and so when I'd wanted if I wanted to tape off. Um, like tape for one tape from the other. It was literally like we had a couple of them from different, you know, for different reasons. You know, probably get them for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. And it was literally like put one tape in the other, hit play. Put one tape in the other, hit record, and shove them up against each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we did it. And then when you when you finally got your good tape and you'd you'd almost worn it down, it's like okay, oh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to chuck this in and then you just do one of those, you know, high-speed dubbing <laughs> sort of things. <Yeah. laughs> it's like you're oh, just yeah. listening to it play extremely fast. <laughs> yeah, well, Dad Dad did have a halfway decent hi-fi system and he, and he was able to do sort of direct dubbing and stuff. Um, but I, I don't think I was... I'd never quite figured out how it worked. But yeah, my sister and I would uh, would do things where we'd like pretend to be DJs and, and record that and then, you know, and now here's such and such with whatever song and we'd you know hit the button on the other one and start recording that and sit there while it played uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't know if there's still tapes hanging around somewhere with us doing that on them i'd love to find that yeah that 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 Probably could be an awesome forever, extra for, <laughs> for the podcast listeners. yeah there you go if i find it i'll throw it in there somewhere just the commentary stuff <laughs> we don't we don't care about the music ba- well basically we were podcasting <laughs> before it was invented <laughs> but I was thinking about, you know, in early days of the internet and, you know, the you had all the all the weird um uh what's it called channels that you could the bulletin boards that you could oh, yeah. that you could go onto and find MIDI files and I still remember um when we got into the mod files, if you remember what they were. Yeah, they were similar to MIDI files. They were like a um, 
because uh, there was a, an editor for it, like a, a software. It was basically a um, sequencer. Yep. Yeah. And I still remember finding... What was like, it called? Scream? Mod- what was it? The, there was a, the software was Scream something, wasn't it? I don't remember. We all had different bits of software. I know uh, Rob had some pretty cool software. And we we found Axel F. Oh, so, yeah. you know, being able to bum, play... Bum, <laughs> bum, ba-da, bum, bum, bum. Funny thing is, this was sometimes in the days before we had sound blasters. So it's basically oh God, no, it's coming out of PC, PC speaker. speaker. <laughs> Scream Tracker. That was the one. Our, our kids are never going to know what it's like, you know, to to literally have to find dodgy versions that someone's put together of these songs. Oh, God, I know. Because, like, they're just going to go... Oh, just download an MP3. It's like, yeah, but before MP3, it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my god, you should look at the interface for Scream Tracker. It's okay. like an MS DOS based. Oh man, yeah, our kids will never have to deal with that sort of shit. If, oh, if yeah. they do, if they do anything similar, <laughs> they'll be doing it in fucking like Reaper or bloody. Um, oh god, that was horrible. Able, Ableton <laughs> or something. Yeah. They they just go, you know, what? I just I went into. Sony Acid, and yeah. <laughs> I put together something and used free loops, and there we go. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, a full a full piece of music with vocals and everything. Monophonic four bit four bit output via PC speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just remember finding, you know, wave files and those sort of things of of Seinfeld and putting them on the on the on the, oh, yeah. the like, computers at school. And well, setting up the, all the Windows sound effects to do Simpsons, <laughs> Simpsons sounds whenever anything happened. Our computers for a long time definitely went, oh, anytime there was an error. Oh, yeah. I think mine still does. Hang on. <laughs> well, and it's funny as well because I remember downloading WAV files for Simpsons episodes that hadn't aired here yet um, because we were behind the US. And specifically the one where Homer gets huge and has the computer at home because there are a lot of computer-based <laughs> um, sound clips that came out of that one. And so the first time I saw that episode, I was like, oh, I recognize half of these like lines because I'd, I had WAV files of them already. You know, Oh, the computer's starting. Now, Dad set that as the startup <laughs> sound for Windows. Nice. Oh, there's... There's so many things with the computer that our kids are never going to going to be able to experience. You know, encoding your first MP3 that, and it took an hour <laughs> to to actually you know copy off a CD, <laughs> and oh then God, encode yeah. into MP3, and now they just go into iTunes and it's like it's done. Making sure not to bump the computer so it didn't fuck up your CD burn. Oh yeah, but but double speed CD. Then again, weren't you telling me that you're that your brother was just like they just go to YouTube and just put things in in a playlist and that's all they like they don't even bother downloading the stuff anymore. Oh no, nobody downloads. Nobody has MP3 collections anymore, man, unless you're our age. You just stream stuff, Spotify, YouTube. Like I'm pretty sure there's specifically a YouTube music player app. It just plays the audio. And it just plays the audio. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone so far, so fast. Get back to what it was. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's pretty good. There's there are some downsides, but 
Yeah, it's pretty good. But what I thought was funny about the about the school computers is they didn't actually have sandblasters in them, so we had like a, an emulator that would um, play the sound effects out of the PC speaker. <laughs> Oh, it sounded yeah. absolutely horrible. Remember what using like QBasic to just spit out tones at different frequencies and trying to write tunes doing that. Yeah, and then we found the we found the um William Tell Overture basic file that someone had put together. Right. And I'm not sure whether you were in our class, but um I brought it into into school, gave it to gave it to the other guys. And <laughs> what actually happened was and it got out to one person, and they they'd given it to someone else, and they give it to someone else until everyone in the entire room of this computer <laughs> class actually had it. And, and Kevin Tyrrell got annoyed when one person played it. So what happened is one person played it, and the next person played it, and it went around the entire room. Oh my god! Like offset, <laughs> offset. <laughs> I remember doing that with MP3 files when you like you'd open multiple uh, instances of Winamp. Sometimes, acci- sometimes <laughs> accidentally, because you just oh, God, ac- like, oh, it hasn't opened yet. Double click again. Oh, it hasn't opened. Come on, why is this so slow? Double click again. You end up with like five versions of the same MP3 <laughs> all playing over the top of each other. And and at that point, like computers weren't fast enough to be actually decoding um, that much MP3 data at once, so it'd start stuttering and lock your computer up. Mm-hmm. Now you I forgot about play one hundred of them over the top. Remember all the skins that used to... It really kicks the, <laughs> the llama's ass. ass. <laughs> yeah, I made skins for that, man. Oh, I not find them. Music before MP3s was good fun. <laughs> like, it was so so dodgy, yeah, the quality it's, and... It's true, because we had to sort of work harder for it or something, there's something about it that it was a bit more fun. But even then, like... We we wanted to to collect these MP3s, but then what could you do other than play them on your PC using Winamp? Like, well, exactly. It's not, this is before. It's not like you iPods. could take them take them for a walk anywhere. So, in the end, you just took all your MP3s and you somehow recorded them back onto a cassette tape anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting my first MP3 player. It was, it was the iPod had just come out, but I couldn't afford an iPod. So it was like one of these 128 meg ones that you had, that, you know, so I could load like two, maybe three albums onto it at one time. Yep. And then just listen to them for five days until I could be bothered plugging it in again and loading more on. Oh, back in the days. Anyway, nostalgia over. <laughs> it's enough of a, that's enough of a, a trip, trip down memory lane, I think. Let's, uh, is there anything else you sort of had on music? So, I mean, what about now? Does Is James particularly musical? I think he's very much like Taz. You know, he he loves singing different songs. Mm-hmm. He loves singing the ABC song wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like A, B, C, D, A, B, C. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, sen- then he sings the rest right. <laughs> Taz lately has been experimenting. He'll do different sounds with his mouth. Mm-hmm. Which, I, which I like, I'm always impressed when so he starts singing like, oh, so do, oh, oh, do, like, just kind of, <laughs> just kind of figuring, you know, he's he's doing the, like, he's saying the words, but he's sort of putting this different sound in them and stuff. So I found that really interesting. Um, and yeah, he just, he's really good at memorizing songs and stuff. And he's learned them all from, he watches this um, Mother Goose Club. Have you seen that? No. It's basically just 
kids singing nursery rhymes. Um, they're usually dressed up and usually they're not very good singers, but he loves it. <laughs> we found it on YouTube because there was like, here's an hour and a half of nursery rhymes. Um, that, you awesome. Know, one, one day where we needed something to throw him in front of. And so he, for a long time, he was just calling it Wheels on the Bus because that was the first song on there. But uh, yeah, it's this it's this Mother Goose Club thing. It's on it's on Netflix now. But he's he's learned a lot of it from that. And so yeah, the other day he's uh, we're doing this flooring stuff, and and we've got this big long level, and he's jump he's come comes up to it, and he goes, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack jump over the candlestick, and like jumps over it. <laughs> just, yeah, it's like oh okay, I don't think I've ever sung that to you, but he's just picked it up. Oh, the first time that James came out singing Wheels on the Bus, and was like. Okay, I swear I didn't actually teach you how to do all those... All the different things, yeah. All the things, and, and you know, I didn't teach you all the different words to, to the extra bits. and Yeah. You know, they uh, pick they up pick so th- much. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, yeah, just doing more of that with the kids and getting them into music lessons and stuff eventually will be fun. And if, if they're not interested, then... You know, they're not interested, but I think... If they're not interested, then I will sit down and brainwash them (laughs) until they're interested. They're going to be superstars. No, of course. So what what are you going to do? Show them, like, music documentaries? (laughs) School of Rock, man. That's the most inspiring music movie for me. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I can love that movie. We get all inspired at the end when they fucking jam it out and do that perfect show. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. There are a few actually there are a few movies like that. Um Once, have you seen Once? No. Okay, that's really good. It's about like this guy in London. Um I think I think they're in London. Anyway, he's a yeah, like he's a singer-songwriter. It's um do you know the band The Frames? No. No. Can't say that I do. Okay. Anyway, it's 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 the guy from like the, it, he's an actual musician. Um, and for whatever reason, they made this movie, and it's him and this um, this woman, and it's sort of a bit of a love story in an odd way, and yeah, it's just sort of very low key, but with some really good music in it. Did they then make that into a into a it's, play? Yeah, as well, it's a musical. Yeah, I haven't seen it unfortunately. It played here in Melbourne like last did. year, I think, and my family went and saw it and really liked it, but I wasn't here, so I missed out. Hopefully, one day. I think that may have been the one that my mum and dad did go see and didn't actually think mm. much of. It. Oh, so, really? That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Back into musical theatre again. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> let's let's not let's not. Um, we've we're rehashing things there. Yeah. So anyway, music music is good for kids. I think it's I think it's a really valuable skill. I think it teaches them a lot, particularly if they get into performing and stuff. You know, we've talked about that before, just around self esteem and and around self-confidence and yeah i think that'll be good so shall we click pitch i think we should it is that time of month that time uh, of the month yes it's that time of the month (laughs) all right so we're gonna play a little game called click pitch if you've listened before you know what this is but for those who haven't basically the premise is that we are pitching game ideas video game ideas uh, based on two random nouns that we are generating with a website and uh, we just we see where it goes we try to have some fun try to make a a, a, a viable viable game idea out of it so Trevor do you have a word 
I don't usually go three, two, one, click. So, Trevor, are you ready to go three, two, one, click? Yes. <laughs> three, two, one, click. What's your word? Informality. Monogamy. <laughs> so, monogamy and informality. Yeah. They might be a little too, we might be going a little too complex on those words, but I don't know. Do you have anything? Well, so. No. All right. Three, two, one. Click. Geometry. Male. Male? As in. Uh, Wait. M A I L. Oh, okay. That could have been really fun for a second there. All right. Male geometry. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I immediately think of like a puzzle game. It's almost Tetris, but you're having to deliver mail, and the mail is in different geometric shapes. So okay. Some, some sort of matching gameplay there. Maybe it's maybe it's sort of adding an extra level. So it's it's more than just having to put shapes together, but you also have to match up addresses with, like the address on the mail, with where it's going. So there's some sort of clue there. There's like a double double match thing that you have to. So. To get, to give to give a bit of an urgency to it, would it be good to sort of take you know that um you know that game Flight Path, or whatever it whatever it is where you got all the all oh, the planes yeah, the that planes you gotta, are coming down you have to like guard them yeah, yeah. so that sort of idea so there's that sort of sense of urgency that you know you've got to divert the mail down to all the geometric sort of areas and you can't maybe, have them crossing uh, over at the same time well and, maybe it's that yeah similar to that. But maybe the way the geometry comes in is that um, you've got a few different houses or locations that you need to deliver through to, and each of them is a specific shape, like accepts a specific shape of mail. Uh, And then when the letters come in, they're not necessarily in that shape. And so you have to like pass them through like sorting locations and those sorting locations shift their shape uh, in some way to... to, uh, and then, yeah, you, just so that they are the right shape to be accepted by the, the location. Yeah, I, I think that's actually got some, got some merit for for you know a, a <laughs> quick puzzling game. It's not very funny, but it could work as a game. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile, like an iPad game, I can see that. I can see that working. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We just made some money, and we didn't actually make anyone laugh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's try again. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. Fringe. Cereal. As in S-E-R-I-A-L. Okay. So, I'm thinking haircuts. (laughs) And it's got a serial killer? Well, I mean, serial killer is where I... Serial killer is where I went initially with the word serial. But, I mean, serial just means one after the other, right? So, maybe... Maybe it's like a frantic haircutting simulator mm-hmm. game. I'm thinking almost along the lines of like um, Tapper, you know, the old arcade game Tapper, <laughs> dealing the beer. Except, <laughs> except instead of dealing beer, you have you got to, people like, coming down the line. You got, you got to people cut, 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 cut. You got to cut their hair before they get pissed off. And you got to you know switch between your different tools for different things. It'll be almost like one of those um, like restaurant simulator ones too, where you you get people come up and they give you their order and you have to 
like put all the the food together in the right order and stuff yeah you know so you have to get your buzzers out and buzz the hair and you have to get your scissors out and you're doing it quickly so it's really easy to fuck up and people get pissed <laughs> off if you you know you have to put the color in someone's hair and put them under the whatever the weird weird ufo head thing that they sit in i don't know i've never had it done so but, you know so if you don't pull what, them out if get, you don't pull the them out on time scheme, though what's the control scheme uh it's in vr <laughs> it's in vr <laughs> i joysticks again <laughs> oh god no 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 this is more traditional vr no see i was thinking you could actually have you know something similar to q uh you know q op oh, those yeah. sort of controls Co-op, that you, yeah. you control like the thumb and forefinger uh, or like um <laughs> uh surgeon simulator Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's haircut simulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same sort of controls where you just, you have a vague control over particular fingers and you have to pick <laughs> up the scissors, pick up the buzzers and yeah, that could be <laughs> Oh, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> and get angry at you. <laughs> but see, into a fighting sim. Almost where I was going down the line with it was, you know, it's a guy who's who's like traveling on a bus and he's... You know, cutting people's hair without them noticing. <laughs> so he's a serial haircutter, like exactly. So he can't he can't stop it. Cutting people's fringes. But but the idea is to to you know cut it and give them a really nice haircut so that when they see themselves <laughs> in the mirror later on, they go, "Wow, when did You're this happen?" Do a favor. So you so it's all about finesse. Like you don't want to wake them up, but the more um, complex haircut you do, the more points you get. Oh, it's it's even better when they're when they're alone and you know they're actually awake. You know, you get more points and you get more. You know, if if <laughs> you can awake, do it without them noticing that that's, that's like, what you've been doing, that's like the master level. That's, the, the, that's like they're the just listening level. to music, so you know they're not going to hear the snip snip, snip snip snip. But you can buy like silences for your tools, <laughs> like well, oil just... that you can put on your on the hinges and stuff to make it. I actually like that. I'm pitching like. For some reason, I'm pitching her in sort of old style 2D, where um, you're almost viewing it from the front of the bus, like you're on a bus, and you know the person's asleep and you're up there, so you're cutting their hair and you whatever the controls are, I don't know, but you see them start to wake up, and so you have to like quickly duck down back on your seat and pretend like <laughs> act all nonchalant. <laughs> you have to be cleaning the hair up as you go so they don't wake up and notice that there's just a pile of hair in their lap. But of course, then you've got to also have um you know other people on the bus to contend with because they could easily tell the person that oh that's true did you know th- this weird person's cutting your hair so you know you've got that sort of um, so wait hey look that... over there cut 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 <laughs> so you have to distract them pay them off <laughs> throw food at them and they start eating and and say say, say them, you know it, I'll give if... you a haircut next and then don't because <laughs> you know the whole idea is that you do it in secret. <laughs> Or I'm just thinking maybe he also is actually a serial killer. And so when it gets really extreme and, so- and someone's about to tell, you just stab him <laughs> in the face. <laughs> so this person wakes up and they're just surrounded by dead bodies, but they've got a really nice haircut. <laughs> or in in the branching, you know, sort of thing, you, you, can, you can go down the level of, you know, 
you want to go down the path of light <laughs> and you know yeah. get, oh, yeah. do really good Moral haircuts decisions. or go down the path of dark and and you know oh, do really shit haircuts, haircuts and yeah. and hence hence why you know it, it's a serial haircutter you know they they're, they're looking for this guy who's who's cutting people's haircut um cutting people's hair on the bus or on the train or <laughs> just airplanes <laughs> In when they're sleeping in walking their own, down the street, their, sleeping in their own beds at home when they think they're alone, could there could be maybe uh, there they, they should be um pet based mini games as well. <laughs> pet based <laughs> mini games, you're cutting the pet's hair. <laughs> That's like your training, you know, to, yeah, to get yeah. better and get extra skills. Yeah, you, you don't start on you got to grind you those on, pets. You start on like the little dog that's in someone's handbag. <laughs> you got to grind their pets, you know, just. <laughs> Damn, that is grind. <laughs> Trevor, I don't want to hear about you grinding on pets. Come on, that's not appropriate. They didn't consent to that. No, I'm talking about, you know, the, the typical wor- World of Warcraft grind. Hey, I hey, you know keep what you're talking about, Killing Trevor. the pets. I mean, I mean, cutting their hair. <laughs> Collect five pug pelts and bring them to me. <laughs> Cut the fringe of fifteen poodles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one. That was cool. That's a good yeah. one. And I, f- I could feel like that'd be a game. That'd be a fun game. Like there's, there's some meat there. That's a good game. Someone make that game. I want to play it. Yeah, someone someone make it, but then give us money because oh, we yeah. came up with it. Copyright TSD. Three, two, one. Okay. I have ink sampling. Ink, did you say? Yes. I ink. Ink sampling. So. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like it's a- it's like tapper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking someone thinks they're going on a winery tour, but they're actually going on a like tour of a of a printing press, and so they're just drinking all this ink. I don't, know, I don't know where the game is, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking. Okay, so sampling ink. Do you have to write lots of different notes for for people and see how good the ink lasts, or <laughs> <laughs> you know, you touch it and it still hasn't dried after 15 minutes, and you you know it's a shit ink. <laughs> yeah, ink sampling. I think that might be a dud. Yeah, let's go again. Three, two, one. Grip. Slowing. Slowing grip. So it's a hand job simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to mess around and come too enough fast. Said, enough said. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Museum. Revealing. <laughs> Revealing museum. Alright, so <laughs> <laughs> I just took it in a bad place. <laughs> yeah, I knew where you were going. I'm trying to fly away from that. We just did hand job simulator. We can't beat that. So have you seen that game uh home improvisation? No. So it's basically uh an IKEA furniture building simulator. <laughs> Uh, but taken in a very funny way and you sort of you get 
you get a box that comes down from the ceiling and it drops a bunch of pieces and then the box disappears so you don't know what the thing's supposed to look like <laughs> uh, but it's got plugs and it's got holes and and they can all they plug into each other and you know and there's also a, there's now a VR edition which is really cool but i'm kind of thinking you're putting together in a similar way museum exhibits okay so you're given sort of a kind of a goal and then you're just given this mass of stuff that would be in museums you know, and you've got all my sorted out into and here's the Egyptian Egyptian shit and yeah, here's some dinosaur bones and yeah. you've got to sort them into the piles and set up the Yeah, maybe you're even exhibits. You're, you're even having to like yeah, you just get up you literally just get a pile of dinosaur bones and you have to try to put it together into a dinosaur <laughs> that looks vaguely correct. <laughs> and you've got a certain amount of time to do it. And then the reveal and it opens up and you're behind the glass case and there's a ton of people looking and they all Either go ooh, or they go what? And then you got the experts who come through and, and grade it. you. Like they grade you on historical accuracy, scientific accuracy. Yeah, totally. You know, it, it's it's certainly it's certainly a bit different to <laughs> to you know the handjob simulator. <laughs> Most things are. <laughs> oh, by the way, would the handjob simulator be in VR or? <laughs> oh, it's not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Grip slowing. <laughs> so it's just it's just somebody giving me just, a, it's just you, somebody giving me a hand job. <laughs> and you just said to them slow slow down <laughs> and release your grip a little bit. There we go. <laughs> I tell them it's been VR. I, I put a helmet on. <laughs> no way, that's rape. I'm not, I had enough rape talk last week. <laughs> Didn't you cut most of that out? <laughs> I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> so it may be in there, it may be not. Schrodinger's rape. <laughs> <laughs> really wouldn't like to be that cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trevor gets you, one point. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> get a point for that one. Oh man! <clears throat> Three, two, one, click. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Writing. Postulate. <laughs> no, no, I'll click know. again just to Oh, there you go. Kick what was yours? Writing. Corpse. Okay. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Corpse writing. So I'm I'm just wondering whether this is your a um your you know medical examiner. Oh. Yeah. And and you know, you're writing down the weird shit that you find inside of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be more fun if you're the person putting the weird shit in the corpses. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, you're almost doing surgeon simulator, except you're, you know, you're the medical examiner doing all that. The only thing is, you've got the paperwork at the end that you've got to fill out. <laughs> no, I'm. So I'm thinking, and this is this is maybe just a vague connection to the original thing. I mean, it's still in there, but. I'm thinking some sort of adventure game because we haven't done one of those this week. 
where the, the story is based around somebody writing on corpses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, like you may still end up being, maybe you are, the, maybe you do play the medical examiner. Um, maybe that's how this is discovered. Like it's subtle, but you start noticing that these corpses that are coming through have like wor- words tattooed on them in different places. And, and at first it's only single words as like it <laughs> and then was <laughs> a. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's maybe a little bit too obscure a, a pattern to figure out. No, maybe. I don't know. That could be the beginning. That's just the really the weird thing you notice at the beginning. Man, like this, this body had a letter on it. That's a weird tattoo. <laughs> then you start noticing full words. And then you start noticing that the, the words aren't written on their skin. They're written like on their internal organs. Ooh. I don't know where this is going, but I just like the general. I'm just, I'm just picturing, you know, later on in the game, just to get that's to speed things on again, you know, you got full paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you have to... You, you have to spool out their large intestine and it's just <laughs> written all the way along it. <laughs> Solve the final mystery. And it turns out, you know, um, the police caught, it too, caught him too early so that the medical examiner goes over and goes, I need to know the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I don't, yeah, okay. I don't know where we're going with that one. So I had another idea though. Mm-hmm. Again, along the lines of the med- medical examiner. So you're, you know, you're doing autopsies, but it's like typing of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, to pull out a particular organ, you have to, like, <laughs> you have to type fast enough to write. You have to write the words and write them accurately. <laughs> But are you writing a story that people actually <laughs> Well, no, you're having to match the words that come up. But the larger the organ, the longer the word. So yeah, when you do get to the large intestine, <laughs> you, you have to, to write super, novel. supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Anti-insertitated objectificationism. That's a made-up word. Uh, yeah. Okay, I think we went a little bit weird with that one, so let's go for another one. All right, I think one more because we're we're running to the end here. I think. Yep. Three, two, one. Interfacing. Termination. So interf- interfacing termination. So again, are we going sort of to puzzle games this week? Because I, I yeah, immediately, immediately think of like one of those games where you have to like connect wires up or something, connect them to the right terminals. And if you don't do it quick enough, you're fired. If you don't do it quick enough, you're terminated. Here comes Arnie. All right, that one's lame. Yeah, that one's lame. Another one. Incarnation. Chosen. (laughs) That's almost too... Like, that's just a demon, demonic, you're the chosen one, or a reincarnation. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to switch to very common. As I'm going to switch to obscure. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Three, two, one. Cass- Subconscience. Cassette. So okay. Sub- so- wait, subcot. Subcot. You mean sub subconscious? Yes. Yes. Subconscious and cassette. Okay, that's interesting. Not necessarily from a gameplay mechanics idea, so it could be an adventure game sort of thing again. 
but something something about like using cassettes to record your subconscious that's really cool like it would be so you know then there's a new technology and um you know you can put a little cassette into this headband and it records your subconscious thoughts as you're going and um yeah, so it could almost you're an be... investigator who keeps on finding it these um these subconscious oh, tapes. Oh, you like at... you find someone's sub yeah you find someone's brain tape, but like they're thinking about murders that have happened or something. Yeah, so you just you literally find them. I don't know at a crime scene that isn't that is just a regular old crime scene like a like a theft or something, and it's yeah. it's like. There's this one tape that's been left there, and it's it could be an adventure game, and and the whole thing is, you know, because the way that the um it reads it, it's all in this monotonous sort of tone. Yeah, so it's really... almost like a text to speech sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subconscious to speech. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, would you have like, would you have to list listen to these tapes in the game to like find the valid stuff? I guess it'd be kind of hard to record that much stuff, but. That could be an interesting mechanic to have to like scrub through these tapes and and find find linkages, yeah, and, and you know um, maybe maybe this investigator's got a special skill where he can um, see certain phrases that that get yeah. Done so maybe you can kind of maybe you can, can highlight certain between things. Them. Yeah, maybe you can highlight certain things if you've heard about them before. It gives you a little highlight of like this is a related thing to some other some other concept or some other event that you've. You've already heard about, and of course you you don't go over the top, but you know maybe maybe you've um, maybe your early ones that you do you're you're literally picking up these subconscious tapes of these different people, and you've got to pick out of out of these people in this lineup, you know who, who goes to who, which tape and yeah. and you know who was the person who actually um who did this yeah, small so could, crime. So you can and, be like you have to interview them and stuff, and and sort of cross reference that with their subconscious tapes. And then, as you go on and through the levels, you you find out that you know there's there's a linkage between all these particular cases that you've been you've been doing. There's always been this one tape that sort of doesn't really go along with the rest of them. It's sort of um, yeah, you can never find who these tapes go to or something. But they're always but you but you find these connections between them, so you realise that they're all this one person's subconscious thoughts. But so as far as the game, I really want to know where it goes. But as far as comedy is concerned, there's not much there. Oh, that's all right. Now this is an interesting one, though. I I like when we have some actual kind of cool um, narrative ideas. Yeah, I feel like that's really fun. I feel like that could re- work really well. Like really deductive um, puzzle puzzle solving and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Somebody make that one too. God damn. Yeah, that that could. That could be very interesting. I want to play it. <laughs> oh, till then, I'll just have to play some Dark Souls, I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, let us finish it up there for the week. Thank you for another good podcast, Trevor. Uh, thank you, Ben. It's been good fun. Um, so, if you want to find us online, there are a few places you can do it. The first of which is our website at www.twoswearydads.com um, You can check us out on Twitter at Two Sweary Dads. You can find us on Facebook facebook.com slash Two Sweary Dads um, Email us 
podcast at twosquareydads.com. And we'd like to thank the band Crew Dust uh, for the opening and closing music, uh, Tonight Party Tonight and Predictive Text. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Ben, any final thoughts? Yeah, um, why did you yell fuck nugget at the TV? (laughs) Go ask your mum. I think I just woke a baby.